I'm Jason Grubb, and I'm coming up on my ninth CrossFit Open. I've been to the CrossFit Games four times, hoping to get there my fifth time this year. I've stood on the podium four times every time I've been there, and I've won the Games three times. I started CrossFit really by sitting across the table from my sister-in-law, Andrea, who multiple times recommended that I try CrossFit. And I remember thinking there was no desire in any fiber of my body to do something like that. I, mean, I didn't know what CrossFit was, but I knew that I didn't want to go to a group fitness class. I thought I didn't need to be instructed on how to do things. Like I'm kind of a self-starter. I got this on my own kind of guy. And I was really nervous. Like I, I didn't want to go to a place and just look silly or look foolish. I often say that I would rather have possibly gone to like a hip hop dance class than walk into a CrossFit class as a 38 year old, kind of out of shape, kind of chubby guy. I think Andrea saw how driven I was in areas of my life. Uh, at the time I was a wedding photographer. I was very driven in my career and I was someone who was jogging to stay in shape. And I think maybe she saw something in me where there was a slight disconnect. You're like, Jason, you really love the things that you're into. But, you know, this fitness thing, like you're kind of jogging. And for me, like Andrea was a pretty fit human being. I think that she saw that I was a little bit confused about CrossFit and just was pretty skeptical. And she was pretty hell bent on the fact that CrossFit was a great thing. She absolutely loved it. And I was just not convinced. So I think it was almost as if she was daring me to give this a shot. She convinced me to go. It was almost as if I was doing her a favor. Her CrossFit gym was doing a promotion where if I signed up, then she would get a month for free and maybe I would get a month for free. Like there was some sort of deal with me signing up. So she invited me and I felt a slight obligation. Maybe I'd had a couple of beers when I committed to doing this thing with her. Like, I don't remember, but I was like, all right, I'm going to go on this like Wednesday night and I'm going to do this CrossFit class with her. And I committed probably a week in advance and the day came to go. The thing I look forward to at the end of a session is topping off my electrolytes with Element. Today I've got lemon habanero. It's really good. My favorite flavors are raspberry and watermelon, but every once in a while a spicy habanero just keeps it interesting. Compared to other hydration products, I like Element because it has enough sodium for me. The proportions of sodium, potassium, and magnesium in Element are perfect for what I need to recover for the next couple of hours and to be ready for my next training session. Everyone I know is using Element. Element is offering my listeners a free sample pack with any order. That's eight single serving packets free with any Element order. This is a great way to try all eight flavors. Find the one that you love and you just stock up on that one. Head to drinkelement.com forward slash Jason Grubb. That's D-R-I-N-K-L-M-N-T.com forward slash Jason Grubb. I was nervous. I, I, again, I didn't want to look stupid. I didn't want to look foolish. As I drove up to this place, it was in this weird industrial park and I couldn't find it, first of all. There's no discernible sign. And once I did park in the dirt parking lot, I didn't even know where to walk in. It wasn't like a front door and there's just kind of people scattered around. But I see Andrea and I go and I'm like, hey, I'm here and we start class. And there's three people in class. There's another person, there's Andrea and there's me. And the coach was really kind. We did like a chin over the bar hold as kind of a fitness test. And I held my chin over the bar for like 10 seconds. And then we did some sort of a workout. I remember thinking, I kind of like this. Like this, this is kind of fun. This isn't nearly as scary as I thought it would be. I ended up going home, finding a CrossFit gym that was actually just a little bit closer to me. So I walked into this gym and it was like the 9 a.m. class. And I was a little nervous. Again, this is my first class in an actual CrossFit box that I kind of thought I was signing up 
at. And it was a big class. There's like 20 people in the class. I wasn't sure who the coach was. I eventually found the coach and he came up to me and said, okay, so here's the workout that we're all going to do. It's three rounds of this thing. Uh, it included burpees and maybe power cleans or something. So I, I kind of had to learn some things on the fly really quick, but he came up to me and said, hey, Jason, I think you should probably just do two rounds. This would be a tough workout. Just do two rounds. And I saw up on the board, everyone else was doing three rounds. And I remember thinking to myself like, yeah, I'll probably do three rounds. Like I'll be fine. I'm a, I, I run, I jog. So as a jogger, I'll probably be fine here. And three, two, one, go. I start doing this and I'm looking around and this, what was nice about this class is this was a class that was full of 40, 35, 50 year old people, men and women. This wasn't like a class of young people. This was a class of like middle-aged people, kind of like me. Some of them were like bigger and fatter than me. Some were leaner for sure and fitter. But what I found out really quickly was they were all super fast and they just plowed their way through this workout. And remember on the burpees, like I was dying in this workout. I was approaching the two round mark and I was like, okay, I'm definitely not doing three rounds. I'm doing two rounds of this thing. And I, I'm noticing through my peripheral vision, like here, like there's, there's a woman next to me and I was pretty much paying attention to what I was doing, but I was also kind of noticing that she was moving faster than me and she was bigger than me, like, big, like bigger girth wise than me. She was kind of a, kind of a bigger woman and she was faster. I, you know, I finish it. I've got my hands on my knees. I'm dying after two rounds. Maybe one minute later, she finishes all three rounds and I look over and I don't realize immediately, but I later find out that she wasn't a bigger, she was bigger because she was pregnant with twins and she crushed me in this workout. Not only did she beat me in this workout, but like everyone in the room was fitter than me. And even the, the dudes that were older and fatter than me were really fast. They were really good at this. And I wouldn't say that that's when I drank the Kool-Aid and was like, I, I love CrossFit. I was just more like confused. How am I so unfit? Before the end of the week, I handed over my credit card. Like, I didn't even care what it cost. I had to figure out how these guys were so fit. Everyone in the class was so fit. And I wanted to be like that. I also realized having been a jogger or a runner for so many years prior to that, and I always thought that running for 45 or 50 minutes or an hour would just you know, be, be great and be healthy for me and relieve all my anxiety and help me shed the extra weight I was carrying. After that one hour CrossFit class, even though the actual workout was maybe like 20 minutes, I was spent. I potentially worked out that hard when I was a gymnast in like seventh grade. So I started gymnastics in fifth grade and I got pretty decent at it. And by seventh grade, I was doing like gymnastics competitions. And I did have some pretty crazy coaches. Like we would train five, six days a week uh, and they'd be two or three hour training sessions. But the last hour of every training session was, I don't know what they would call it, but it would be just a list of workouts that we would have to do. And they were very CrossFit-like. Uh, it's funny that Greg Glassman, the founder of CrossFit, when he talks about it, he was trying to emulate a gymnastics routine in some of the workouts when he was designing CrossFit because he was a gymnast as well. And he, he was like, there is just nothing like, you know, a, a, a doing gymnastics or a gymnastics routine that's a 90 second to two minute routine. Nothing creates that stimulus in the weight room until you do something like the workout Fran. When I heard that Greg Glassman talked about that, I could completely relate to that because as a gymnast, even though gymnastics stopped for me when I was in ninth grade, maybe 10th grade, and, and I was never really, really great at it, I did understand how to work hard and I, I felt a similar stimulus as an adult. So I remember thinking, like, this was kind of like a really hard gymnastics workout, but I'm an adult and I'm, I'm doing some things that are you know, taking me back to being able to train, you know, at a time when I really felt, really felt strong and healthy. 
And but now I'm 38 and I'm doing these things. And it's not as grand as like being a gymnast in junior high, but it was something that felt pretty significant. Yeah, you are told as an adult, once you reach that 30 year old mark, that 40 year old mark, like your days are numbered. Like you're at the end of your line here. Like this, this is it. You're not gonna be better, stronger. You're on the backside of life and everything's gonna hurt. If you start to get thick, if you start to get overweight, like this is just it. This is it, this is permanent now. I think probably after a few weeks of CrossFit, I realized I'm onto something that I think I could really do for a long time. There was something about CrossFit immediately that kept me coming back. You know, initially it was just this sense of confusion, like how are these people so fit? And then as I started to become somewhat fit myself, it was a little bit of a competition. There was this leaderboard. You'd enter your score into the app or up on the whiteboard and you'd see like, I, I wanted to beat this one guy and eventually I started beating this guy in workouts, uh, which sounds crazy. It sounds really silly, but human beings, especially those of us that are competitive, we will sell our souls for an additional point. Um, Greg Glassman says like, we will die for points. And I will, and I felt that in that CrossFit class, in those small daily achievements, I tried to catch Zach and I tried to catch Keith, like, and eventually I did. You know, within seven or eight months, I was catching these guys. It was, it was amazing. Like to beat Keith in a workout or to beat Zach in a workout in that little micro gym, in that little corner of the world of Arvada, Colorado, like I was on top of the world on those days. And I started to notice like changes in my body. I started to look like a fitter human being. Uh, you know, my, my waistline was shrinking a little bit. My shoulders were building. I was actually developing some muscle. I felt better. I was still a wedding photographer at the time. And I even felt better like all day on my feet for 10 hours shooting a wedding. I had energy at the end of that that I didn't have in previous years where I would just be absolutely devastatedly destroyed after shooting a wedding all day. I jumped into CrossFit head first, like jumping into the shallow end of a pool head first. Uh, not a good idea. So, I mean, within two weeks, I hurt myself. So many people hurt themselves as they jump in because they, they just go too hard too fast. And no one told me to, to tap the brakes. I needed to tap the brakes. I was going full ham on a workout that started with rowing and I was trying to row as fast as Jeff. Jeff was like 6'4", 230 pounds. You know, he's a big dude. And I was trying to beat him on a rower and I bruised something or I did something in one of my ribs and I could barely breathe when I left class. And I had to do some physical therapy because I, I just went full out ballistic pedal to the metal from the get go. And I don't think that's the best way to get started. I know that a better way to get started would be a bit more methodical about the entire process. Like at 38 years old, I couldn't squat properly. I couldn't get my arms over my head properly. Like I had no stability, no core stability. So if I was to redo it, I would definitely spend time mastering body weight movements, simple things like air squats, push-ups, handstands, pull-ups, sit-ups, you know, um, walking lunges. Like those things would devastate me at the time. And I was trying to like kick it off with power cleans. You know, I really think that body weight work is the best way to get started. And then I would move on to dumbbell work to help strengthen my joints, you know, really have to control external weights like dumbbells that move freely and just take those body weight movements and now add dumbbells to that to help again, build that foundation of fitness. Then moving from there into a little bit more full-fledged CrossFit where I'm moving barbells you know, quickly and moving some actual heavier external weights, I think that would have been a safer process. I, I think I'm lucky that one of the only things that I did in that first year to injure myself was to pull like crazy on a rower. If I would have thought, okay, I want to be a CrossFit Games athlete, 
in five years. I'm gonna do body weight workouts for the first three months. Then I'm gonna do dumbbell workouts for three months. And then I'm gonna start moving into the foundational CrossFit movements. And by year one, I'm gonna have this really solid, well-built body to push and do whatever I wanna do with. Like that would be a great situation. You know, you take all of that and also think that I didn't really even pay attention to nutrition for a year or two into this entire journey and really dialing my nutrition until like the fourth year when I started actually tracking and eating enough food to support this aggressive training that I was trying to do to get to the CrossFit Games in 2016, 2017, 2018. But if I could have started with someone sitting down and saying like, hey, here's how you should eat. Like, here's a really great way to eat. You don't have to sacrifice everything. You don't have to go on this crazy diet, but here's how you should eat. I'm not upset about my path. I'm not upset about my journey. It's the way I do things. It's head first into the shallow end of a pool. And luckily I ended up okay and it turned out okay, but it would have been so much smoother overall, probably smoother even now if I would have had that kind of trajectory or that kind of path. Along the way, for example, I wanted to get really good at a squat snatch, but I never spent foundational time building the overhead mobility to be able to catch a barbell in an overhead squat position. So I remember trying to squat snatch before I could barely do overhead squats. Like it just didn't make sense. And even still, I'm catching up on ankle mobility and hip mobility to make a, a squat snatch an even more efficient movement. But if I would have been able to focus on those things early and develop a foundation of incredible mobility, taking a guy that's ran for 20 years who's super stiff and get this guy limbered up so that I could move through correct ranges of motion, again, that would make it easier and would have made the path easier to where I'm at now. I think that as masters athletes in particular, we have to constantly be working on mobility, constantly be working on recovery, constantly be working on the accessory work that helps us stay healthy and balanced in our whole body. Like there's nothing wrong with doing a ton of body weight work even now to make sure that I still have that proper foundation for when I'm moving crazy weights and doing insane workouts. Um, any kind of training is, is adding stress to your body and our body adapts to that stress by becoming stronger, more agile. All the positive things that we want from CrossFit is because of the stress that we cause to our body. But it also means that we balance that out with taking care of our body, getting appropriate amounts of sleep, appropriate amounts of food, uh, being smart about mobility, being smart about recovery, um, because that's just as important as the actual training itself, the actual stress that we put on our body. Um, and when we do it right, it, it all comes together and our body at 47 for me, is able to do ridiculously amazing things. I can never imagine that I would be where I am doing what I'm doing as a 47 year old, but it's not, it's not by accident. I pay attention to all that stuff now. At 37, I couldn't be on my feet all day taking pictures at a wedding without being nearly in bed all day the next day. You couldn't ask me to do air squats at age 37. I couldn't do walking lunges. I could jog a little bit, but you couldn't ask me to sprint 400 meters. You couldn't ask me to squat 200 pounds or bench 135 pounds or deadlift 135 pounds. These are crazy small numbers, but there's no way I could do those things at age 37 that at 47, you know, I can deadlift 500 pounds. Um, that's an amazing thing. I mean, it's a huge thing that I can do these things now and know that my trajectory is to be able to do most of the things I'm doing right now in five years and know that in 10 years when I'm 57, I'm going to lose some of this stuff. There's nothing I can do about that, but I'm going to be a 57 year old man that can deadlift 500 pounds. They can squat 400 pounds. I'm not losing those things. I'll lose some other things because that's just kind of how the body works, but I'm going to be a strong dude in 10 years, 15 years, 20 years. I'm confident that I'll be a strong 57 year old, a strong 
62 year old, 15 years, a strong 67 year old, because I've seen it. I see what those guys can do. And a lot of those guys won't have been doing CrossFit as long as I will have been doing it when I get to that age. You know, some of these guys are lifelong, you know, fitness guys, but 57 year olds can back squat 400 pounds. They can deadlift 500 pounds. They can do muscle ups and ring muscle ups. And imagine what I can do if I continue to take care of my body and I continue on this, on this trajectory. It's going to be amazing what I'll be able to accomplish at 57 and 67. Don't get me wrong. I love winning almost as much as I hate losing, if that makes sense. I, I, I hate losing more. Really love winning. And the CrossFit games are a huge motivator for me, but not as much of a motivator as being a 57 year old that's a healthy, strong, capable human being or a 67 year old or a 77 year old. The further along we get in life, the more fragile we are expected to become. And, and there is elements where we become more fragile, we become more breakable. But I know that we can slow down that process by putting in the work every day. Uh, and we can get, you know, a little bit better every day. And in 10 years, I will have additional advice for what it means to be a 57 year old CrossFit athlete and what it takes to be a 57-year-old athlete. Right now, I know what it's like to be a 47-year-old athlete. I know what I need to do to take care of my body, to keep my body in the best shape that it can be um, because it helps my mind stay focused. It helps everything in my world uh, be in a good place because I'm in a good place. For someone who's maybe in their mid to late 30s or early 40s that wants to be where I'm at at age 47, the advice I'd give you is... On one hand, know that this is a long journey. There's 365 days in a year. There's 24 hours in a day. There's plenty of time to get to where I'm at. So going too quickly is a good way to burn out, good way to get hurt, a good way to fall off. So pace yourself to where you want to be at age 47. On the other hand, if you want to be where I'm at at 47, you have to be unbalanced. Pace yourself and you have to be unbalanced. If you want this, if you want to be a three-time CrossFit Games champion, you have to devote ridiculous amounts of hours to your training, to your mobility, to your recovery, uh, to what you eat, how you eat it. You have to devote your finances to be able to do that, to enter competitions, to practice, to get really good at this. You have to get the people in your lives to buy into this idea because you're taking an entire family with you on this journey and, and that can be really challenging. Uh, so you're gonna have to be unbalanced, absolutely all in on something like this. And my third tip would be to enjoy all of it. To not just enjoy the destination, but to enjoy the journey. Like, I love warming up and working out. My general routine every day is to get up, eat breakfast, work, get that out of the way so that I can train. Like, I cannot wait to train. I love it. I love to hurt. I love to be on the ground drenched in sweat and done with everything that's on my list that I need to get done in a training day. So you love the journey. Like you have to love it. I love it. And I would do this even if I wasn't trying to be the fittest man on earth. I would still do this because I, I do love this so much. I, I look at workouts all the time. You know, you're not supposed to like pick up your phone and look at it first thing in the morning. But oftentimes one of the first things I look at is what's today's workout or even the night before when I go to bed, like what do I get to do tomorrow for working out? Because I love it. I, I really love it. And if it's a really brutal workout, I can't wait to do it. And then when I'm doing it, I am in so much pain and agony. It takes so much grit to get through it. But I do love that feeling. I love what it feels like afterwards to know that I accomplished something significant every single day. So not everyone's like me. Not everyone wakes up and can't wait to figure out what they're gonna do for their workout for the day. Uh, for those, I think you have to develop habits and routines and do them long enough that it becomes embedded in who you are. Um, aren't just somebody who 
wants to work out, you become somebody who by default trains every day, or you do something active every day. Um, and you don't just go from nothing to I'm the kind of person who trains every day. Uh, you set small goals for yourself. Like every day this week, I'm going to get up at this time, get my workout clothes on and show up at the spot that I'm going to work out. And that's what you, that's your old, your whole goal is just to get to that spot. And if you want to go back to bed, go back to bed. But only after you get to that spot with your workout clothes and your workout shoes tied and you arrive in your basement where you work out and you decide you just don't want to, fine, go to bed. But nine times out of 10, you're just, you're already there. You're just going to get the work done. Then if you do that long enough, you establish the habits, you establish the routine with the ultimate goal that you want to be a healthy human being. If you don't have that as like a desire, I don't know if I can help you, but if you want to be a healthy human being, then start with really small steps and develop these really consistent habits. And just the goal is get to that spot where you work out. And if you want another shortcut, like save your favorite podcast or your favorite audiobook or your favorite TV show for when you work out. So you can only listen to it when you're training. And I have a, I have a podcast I love to listen to, and I literally only listen to it when I'm training. So it's just, it's kind of like a dessert. Like already, I'm already excited that I'm training. Oh, and I get to listen to this podcast while I'm doing that. Just do that. Give yourself your own reward for accomplishing this thing you do every day and do it long enough. And you'll become the kind of person who trains every day, not just somebody who battles to train every day. Just be like, it's Thursday. I train today. It's Friday. That's what I do. It's Saturday every day. You know, I just, I'm the kind of person that this is what I do for 2023. I'm going to go to Wadapalooza. I'm going to win. I'm going to qualify for the CrossFit Games and go there in a battle. I'm going to win again four consecutive years. That's what I want this year. Yeah, let's do it. Everybody watch. It's going to be a good time. Cha-cha, cha-cha, cha-cha.